This is the IW Podcast. I'm Shannon Powell. I'm Donnie Cohen. And I'm Farah Kevlari. Today we're talking about tips for lazy resistors. Actually, not necessarily for lazy resistors, but just for resistors of all stripes. I mean, let's be honest, not everybody has the ability to dedicate their entire life to resisting. They might only have five minutes, five hours, five days, whatever it is. Wait, you mean you don't have to give your whole life to the <laughs> No. I know this is it a newsflash. Yeah, right? <laughs> it definitely does. Mm-hmm. But Farah, where's a good place to start? I think a really good place to start is by tracking Indivisible Westchester's Facebook page and reading our newsletter, which has action-oriented items every week. Um, they're also listed on our website, and a lot of indivisible local indivisible groups also have monthly meetings. So if you go to indivisiblewestchester.org or check us out on Facebook, you can see what's going on, and you can take some action. And if you need to find a local group, you can always give us a shout-out at communications at indivisiblewestchester.org. We can help you get set up with a local group mm-hmm. that has meetings. I mean, that is a great place to get rejuvenated what about you donnie you work full-time how do you fit this in you know what's a great way for people to get involved is uh by texting uh, resist to 50409 it's a service called resist bot uh that allows you to send letters to your congress people um members of the house and the senate uh and basically you just text uh, resist to 50409 and they kind of walk you through the whole thing uh, or you can get more information about ResistBot on ResistBot.news. I love me some ResistBot. You know, the other thing I love, too, speaking of writing, is Postcard to Voters. Mm, Postcard yeah, to Voters is awesome. It's a grassroots organization that organizes, you know, postcard writing campaigns, right? So that you can yeah. sit down and you mm-hmm. can do in your own time. You can yeah. decorate your own postcards, and they'll hook you up with campaigns and give you all of the information you need. You can even, if you want to be a little more outgoing with yeah. it, you can organize your own postcard writing yeah. campaigns with your friends, a little wine and cheese night. With the cards and <laughs> no, they don't send it. it no, you do oh, your own do postcards, own. but they give you the addresses okay. and you know the campaigns, and and you just stamp the slap the postage on there, and you're done. So it's really good. And you know what else I like? Um, because if you're like me and you actually really hate calling strangers, um, text banking. Yeah. So it's a great way to get out the vote. You literally sit there with your phone and you text voters um, to remind them to vote. And sometimes they text you back and you have a little conversation. Sometimes they don't. But you can, I've done it and cranked out thousands of texts reminding people to go out to vote. And again, there are various services. They give you all the information. They give you a list of people to text. It's easy. And, um, and it's addictive. It's addictive. I sent so many texts. I'm telling you, I loved it. So what's the best way to start text banking? Well, a lot of times you can actually go to a candidate's website and they will tell you what platform they're using uh, for text banking. So it's not like you you do use your phone or you can do it through your computer, but it's through their digital platform. So it's usually through another site, a third-party site like Open Progress or Red to Blue, mm-hmm. and you go on and you text through them. So it's not – so you're – Personal information doesn't come up. It's all private. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, because I think that's the thing that people don't understand. They get yeah. freaked out. Wait, I don't want people to know my phone number. Nobody's going to know who you are. Right. It's that's all right. going to go through. You know, they have a fancy way of digitally doing this now. Yeah. Um, but it really is effective and uh, very easy once you get the hang of it. Well, that's great. And I think the important thing is for people to get stay involved, yes. to stay informed, <laughs> yes. to learn about everything that's going on, to make sure they get out and vote in every election, not just the big ones. Yeah. Uh, I, I think sometimes things can feel very you know, overwhelming because there's stuff coming out every day, but it's important to, to know what's going on and to come out and at the very least vote. 
and tell your friends, family, and neighbors to vote. Be an active participant in our democracy. So thumbs up to the large democratic field. I think Yay. we're right. I, th- yeah, I feel yeah, like we're, we are blessed. I mean, everybody, all the late night talk shows joke about how we have so many candidates running, but I think it's a blessing to have so many qualified, right? Uh, you know, candidates who would be a huge improvement. Any one mm-hmm. of them would be a huge improvement. Exactly. Uh, over yeah. the current uh, resident of he the White House, he who right. shall not be named. Yes. Yes, exactly. And then, and my thumbs down goes to. All the people who are coming out and commenting on the Democratic side, actually commenting about the current uh, candidates. You know, we've already heard about Amy Klobuchar yes, yeah, is, yes. is a tough mm-hmm. boss, or that right. Kamala Harris was too tough of a prosecutor, right? And you know, right. is Bill O'Rourke ready, and and you know, a million other things. And yeah. I think that if I could give one piece of advice to any Democratic supporter out there, is that let's hold our judgment off until after the primaries, because you know we have to keep our eyes on the prize. And we have to get Donald Trump out of the White House. And I think to do that, because every GOP member and every Russian bot is going to be out there trying to get us to fight each other during yeah. this primary season. And I think, uh, so thumbs down to Democrats fighting against each other. Let's not be our own worst enemies. Exactly. The good news is there's lots of grassroots energy all throughout New York State, not just here in Westchester. We're going to find out what's going on with Sarah Rieske, who's the Upstate Coordinator for Indivisible Project. So, Sarah, tell me a little bit about yourself, where you live, and what your district is like. Sure. Well, I live in a little village called Clinton. I live near Utica in Oneida County. My congressional district is NY22. We flipped it in midterms. We got rid of um, one-term Claudia Tenney, and we elected a great representative who's going to listen to us, Anthony Brindisi. Our congressional district covers all or parts of eight counties. It's three hours long to drive north to south. And it only has a few cities, but it's mostly rural. Um, and it's, uh, it has populations that are diverse in the north and the south end with Utica and Binghamton. Um, but there's a lot of agriculture around here. It's kind of like a lot of, like, you know, low kind of rural life. That's what NY22 is like. You know, we did some organizing around that race, and we were very fortunate to be able to go up and canvas in that area. And, um, you know, it was great to get rid of one-term Tenney, that's for sure. So, Sarah, tell me, what is your role in Indivisible? Oh, well, I have my dream job. I am on staff. I am the Upstate New York Organizer for Indivisible Project, and my turf is Congressional District 18 through 27. So I have the bulk of the state. There will be a downstate organizer who will have Congressional Districts 1 through 17 uh, right now. That person is not hired yet, but we're hoping to have him or her uh, getting ready to start within the next few weeks. So since you have such a wide, you know, large part of the state, can you tell me what is the grassroots energy like throughout that part of New York State? Um, what's really, I'm really happy to report is that everybody's still engaged in upstate New York. Um, we had a couple districts like NY22 and NY19 flip. There were some other, you know, districts that Indivisible endorsed, such as NY24 with Dana Bolter and NY21 with Teacher Cobb. And those districts didn't flip, but the energy is that, all right, now we're going to do it in 2020 and stuff. So everybody is still really engaged. Um, whether it's still in the resistance, we, you know, they have a, a member of Congress who's not listening to them and not engaging with them. Um, but it's the state issue work that I think is going to 
together for 2019 as we get ready for 2020. So that leads me to really well to the next question, and that's you've been talking one-on-one to group leaders. What are people most passionate about? Well, group leaders are most passionate about continuing to serve their political activism communities, their local and divisible groups. They're looking to really focus on three things this year. The three themes are help out with local elections. Everybody wants to keep their membership uh, going strong and still dedicated to all the work that they've been doing for two years. So that's keeping electoral skills fresh, the canvassing, the phone banking, you know, the postcards, the, the engaging with neighbors in the community, and especially around issues. Um, so that's one part. The second part is they want to grow their groups. They want to go and find those other blue dots in a red sea, <laughs> which is a lot of upstate New York. Um, but they also want to, you know, re-engage members who um, had to take some time off because life happens. You know, there are, with every indivisible group, there are always people in our orbits, people in our Facebook groups or our email list who aren't as engaged. And they, a lot of them want to figure out how do we really maximize everybody that has the potential to really get involved. And the third part is kind of what you mentioned about still reacting to the national crises and still doing that resistance work. It's really important to our identities um, as individual activists across the country, especially here in New York. But we're also going to be taking into effect what opportunities there are with Albany because it was the indivisible groups and working together to flip this uh, New York Senate with, and it first started off with getting rid of the IDC the independent democratic conference uh, that was holding up uh, progressive legislation in Albany. Now everybody is super excited that the fruit of their labor is that we actually have kind of more of a green light than we've ever had before. And so we're putting energy now, um, starting to put the energy into what we what's possible with Albany. Like let's improve people's lives in New York for once. <laughs> and it's because of the individual activists and our groups um, that made that happen. Democracy reforms and environmental justice, so environment and climate change. So we're going to be focusing on legislation this year as indivisible groups across the state on how do we push these specific legislation, we're going to move the ball. How do we move the ball down the court in Albany and eventually get something passed and signed by the governor? It's really thrilling. So Sarah, any final thought for people out there who want to get involved with the resistance? your nearest one, send your contact information, um, my information, feel free to email me, it's S-A-R-A-H-R, for Sarah R, at indivisible.org, I'd be happy to connect you. Um, my philosophy on political organizing, and I've only been doing this since the first Women's March, that was my kind of catalyst, um, where I was screaming at the TV, but still sitting on the couch, and the Women's March kind of said that, hey, you can get up and you can... Do, you can do something, right? And then I found the Indivisible Guide, and it just made so much sense. And I was like, this is it. I'm in. <laughs> Nothing's going to stop me. So if anybody, if that resonates with anybody, join your local Indivisible group. Get in touch with me. I'd be happy to hear um, what you're passionate about and how we can get you more involved um, showing your local communities the way that you want to. My philosophy is to make political activism bite-sized, local, and fun, and just provide a whole bunch of opportunities and ask people to jump in whatever they can. Great, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. 
What's up with 2020? Well, you know, everyone keeps talking about the presidential race in 2020, but I think the Senate the election. Senate. Yeah. The Senate is where important. it's at. I, I'm telling you. Right. There are 34 seats up in 2020. And you know what? 22 of the 34 are held by GOP senators. So that's just who prime are time. We can do supporting it. the agenda. <laughs> who are supporting the, the agenda. Yeah. That I, is correct. So Democrats need three or four seats to take control. That's it. We can do it, guys. We can do it. Thanks for listening to our IW podcast. Check out our website at indivisiblewestchester.org. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and keep resisting.